This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around, to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Not long now, folks. Preston North End's preparation is done and dusted and it's full steam ahead to Bristol City. Let the madness begin once again. Good afternoon. Long time no speak. How have you been? You've been you've been busy. Mainly busy with cricket though. Neither of us have seen much football of late, so this should be interesting. But um yeah, all good. Yeah. Good afternoon. I'm well, completely switched off from football over the summer months and, and I still am now, to be honest. Season starts this weekend and I'm still well and truly embroiled in this cricket campaign, so it's an odd feeling, really. Obviously, in previous years, I'd have been really excited for it, but it just doesn't really feel like the football season. No, it's not commenced yet, but it doesn't feel particularly football-y. Always look out the window now, and it's grey and overcast, and there's moisture in the air, which would imply that the football season is coming, is here. But it doesn't really feel like that to me at the moment. But, um, but yeah, all in all, really quite well. You're looking glowing today, by the way. <laughs> you... um. You've just been away and you've got a nice colour to you, as they say in the trade. Mm. Um, and that cap's a, a really na- a really nice addition to your look, I think. I think you really... <laughs> I think you look tremendous in it. Thank you. Like a... Uh, no problem. Corduroy Carhartt green cap, anyone's wondering. Yeah. Well, it looks road. blue on my... Uh, like yeah. a khaki green. Yeah. With a blue half zip, which is not the best colour choices. Blue and green should never be seen. But we're indoors. You, you don't want to judge, are you? Absolutely not. Yeah, went to Rhodes, managed to stay clear of the fires, which was good. Um, and yeah. it's a lovely place, yeah. A bit too hot, though, at times. Three or four hours. Well, yeah. Heat. Yeah, there's currently a uh, a spike in heat on the continent, isn't there? There is. So, I mean, Rhodes is hot enough. I've been to Rhodes. It is a lovely place, and it, it's obviously ideal that you didn't, you know, manage to get embroiled in the... Uh, in the ways. <laughs> Players over there because that could have ended in tears. That could have ended well, very, very yeah. badly. Um, from hell. Watching the yeah, absolutely watching <laughs> the news only a couple of weeks ago while you were there, and you know there was this What's distraught woman. Oh Well, yeah, there was yeah, this yeah. distraught woman who um who got back from Rhodes that day, and she was disgusted at her treatment. 
She uh, by the airline. She she was disappointed that one of the airline staff didn't help carry her bag or something like that when she arrived at the airport. I just thought to myself, there's there's clearly more pressing matters going on on that particular island than whether <laughs> that woman is able to carry her bag or not, which she did yeah. do, but uh, but it it took something out of her. She said. Whether that's really newsworthy, I don't know, but um, I found it mildly amusing, to be honest. First world problems, eh? It is, it is. Loads of little independent businesses over there, and you think, well, you're probably going to lose out big time because of this. Uh, Especially now, yeah. But you've been down to Bristol. Was it nice in Bristol? Went to Bristol, yeah. It's a great place, Bristol. Went on a cricket tour. One of the Um, best cities in England. It's lovely. Um and obviously North End frequent there this weekend. It's a great place for a drink. So um, have a wonderful day for all those who were who were going down to Ashton Gate. Um, yeah, um, really good tour. Played two games. Won quite comfortably in both games. Really, the standard of opposition just wasn't really there. But uh, there's not a great deal you can do. You know, it's just potluck, I suppose, when you organise tour games. And they weren't great, but um, ultimately the purpose is to just have a bit of a laugh and a few drinks and just play some cricket. Camaraderie. Yeah, it was a cracking, cracking tour. Lads who who don't play anymore came. Lads who've never played came, but have that sort of affiliation to the club. So yeah, it was a really good tour. Um, good to a good mix of people. Uh, so really enjoyed it. Any of the locals petrified about Preston coming to town this weekend or not? I can't say I mentioned it to be totally honest, but um, but would you? But I suppose North End. It, to be fair, will always be feared by uh, by the people of Bristol, not necessarily Bristol Rovers, but certainly Bristol City in recent years. We've we've got a rather healthy record there, haven't we? Yeah. It's always been a place that I particularly enjoyed going to because North End tend to turn up. Um, so yeah, you should always go and pack the gate with confidence. Over a thousand going, I think. Decent effort that. More, more than a thousand, yeah. More than a really good. More Very than. Good. It really, really annoys you that, doesn't it? It's disappointing from a respected journalist like yourself, <laughs> but um, let's leave it. Let's leave it there. Yeah. So that good was following just... that. Yeah. No, following. That is, uh, that is Obviously, super. there's people, there's people who have longed for the football season to return, and it can be a long old summer if you don't have anything to go into. You know, you, you go watch North End week in week out, and then all of a sudden there's a gaping void in your life. I can imagine for quite a few people it's tough. So yeah, they'll be chomping at the bit to get to, to get down to Bristol. Absolutely. So that was the start of your positive cricketing week. But am I right in saying it went a little bit downhill? Stuart Broad yeah. news, extremely emotional. And then you had a T20 semi-final yesterday and just tell yeah. people what happened. Well, without going too deep into the matter, played on Saturday against table-topping England Freckleton. And we fell 10 runs short against a Wiley a wily team so obviously we were having a bit of a debrief in the dressing room after the contest there was a 21st blaring in the clubhouse the next door so you've got a concoction there of like a party going on and some pretty deflated heads in the dressing room next door and then after the chat you pick up your phone and you realise that Stuart Broad's announced his retirement from test cricket or cricket as a whole and you're just thinking to yourself could this day get any worse here because that is genuinely heartbreaking news to read um, in my opinion you know I don't necessarily remember a time in life where Stuart Broad wasn't taking the new ball for England. So, yeah, that was tough news to take. And then played yesterday on finals day against Preston. I went in at 61 for seven. 
Ugh. We were in a whole world of pain, and me and our Australian Xavier Bateman managed just managed to get us back in the game. Ish, we needed forty yard off the remaining four overs before I was man cadded brutally <laughs> uh, by the Preston Bowler. What was it? What, what did you do? Just walk off, take it, or yeah. Well, in my opinion, you either you either behead the bowler for doing so, or, and completely lose the plot. Yeah. probably get banned for life yeah. or you just walk off and I chose the latter just process um, it for a couple of seconds and then think I'll just go here yeah yeah. in fairness I was warned multiple times but as you can imagine like a bloke of, of more than 20 stone scampering back for twos can be difficult so you've got to gain every, gains. Yeah. every yard every advantage that you possibly can and I got warned but the bowler went through his delivery stride so had the ball sort of next to his his leg which, which technically really ought not to have been given out, but such is life. I had to wander off, and the game was lost by 20 runs in the end. So, pretty tough to take, but it's one of them. It would never, ever cross my mind to man-cad anybody, but um, I can now claim to have gotten out in every single way <laughs> possible for a batter to get out. That was the final uh, That was the final one to tick off the list. But Anyone yeah, who doesn't um, know, it's round upon way of being given out in it in cricket. So you're at the non-striker's end and the bowler's running to bowl and as you start walking down in anticipation of a run, he just stops bowling and knocks your bails off and it's not Indeed. nice. It's not nice, but it's in the laws of the game, which uh, it's a bizarre game cricket, isn't it? It's a very yeah. funny old game. It's also really arts. people just hitting hitting balls with bats and, you know, there's this... Like, you wonder how they came the up with it, really, and, and got it going. Mental yeah. idea, really, think so, about it. It's a great game. It is. I, admittedly, it's brilliant, but yeah, it must have been laughed at people who came up with it. So I think our last episode was 11th. No, later than that. 15th, maybe. Signed a I couple of players. I think from Benidorm, wasn't it? Yeah, doing home signed that day or the day after. We've since yeah. had Will Keane and Leighton Stewart. Two very different forwards. What do you make of them? Keane. I think if, he hadn't, if Keane hadn't been with us before, I didn't mind him as much as some people seem to in his first loan. I think you'd probably be pretty happy with it, happy with it wouldn't you, as one of your four strikers, given yeah. what he did last year for Wigan? Yeah, I think so. He obviously scored a lot of goals in League One the the, uh, the the campaign prior, and then 12 goals in a pretty dreadful team, let's have it right, last season. Turmoil off the pitch, you're not getting paid. And to turn up and, and score 12 goals is, is a decent enough return for a team going down. Um, I had no problem with the signing, really. Can't imagine it cost us a great deal. No, um, he's a handy player to have up front. Obviously, more of a squad player. You'd imagine if we're able to get the likes of Tom Cannon in. Obviously, there's been a lot of chatter whether he'll come here, go to Sunderland, or you know, there's a whole heap of of clubs chasing him. Uh, but yeah, I, I I had no issue whatsoever with that signing. Later, Stewart's the sort of incoming that you want your club to be making. Really, young, hungry players. Uh, you would imagine for not a great deal of dough. Hopefully, to nurture, develop, and sell on for a hefty profit um, ideally he takes you to the next level but if you can't you can get a decent amount of money off off that deal then that's good and it's the same with Mads Frockior Jensen those are the yeah. sort of additions that you want to see your club doing and we, yeah so we went away from that in recent in recent times uh, but it's good to see that we're making a conscious effort to try to go back to that sort of um, that sort of deal. So yeah, 
Um, pretty decent additions. We're obviously still a few light. Yeah. Um, especially defensive areas, you'd think now, really. Yes. Uh, there's been a lot of disgruntled people coming off those pre-season friendlies. More fool them, I say, but they've come off being furious that was all brittle at the back. And if we're honest, you know, they started last season beautifully, didn't they? They broke that ridiculous record held by that great Mourinho Chelsea team. Um, and then as the campaign went on, they just started to get a little bit more susceptible to uh, to mistakes. So, you know, you could, you could foresee this coming, really, but there's only a certain amount that you can read into pre-season contests and I don't bizarre, it? it's a bizarre time pre-season people would yeah you really don't know what to take from it because you don't know you yeah. just don't know how much players are trying you know yeah, how much they really care about it and you can slag them off for that but yeah. I, did, I once did a Burnley game for work or something and I think Sean Dyche said afterwards some, some players just need the real thing to get up for it so it'll be proof will be in the pudding won't it but losing to likely League One and two teams isn't the best look, is it? But, it's um, not. We'll but then, like, when do you ever change your team at half time in a normal game? And, yeah. You know, I think, I, I think the second I started taking pre season less seriously was when Ian Everett led his Bolton team um, around the pitch after that game at Leyland as if they'd, he, like, marched them over to the Bolton fans after it, after they beat us 1 0. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you, what on earth are you doing? Yeah. Well, I wasn't there that day, as you can imagine. Yeah, it was crazy. They beat us 1-0. But yeah, you want to see your team playing well. They look, it, looked, it looked like they did against Aberdeen, to be fair, and then took a backward step at, at Stockport. But, um, yeah. Even the, uh, even the mercurial Andrew Woods was praising the style of play that day. What, Aberdeen? Uh, on, his, on his Twitter, yeah. He said that the Aberdeen game was a genuinely enjoyable contest to watch. The North End actually plays some pretty decent stuff. Frame that tweet. Yeah, um, I wonder if Andrew's okay. You know, I wondered whether he, you know, he was um, he was all there on that occasion when he let that tweet out. But um, I imagine he was scathing of our defeat at Stockport. We try and keep it positive, don't we? And I think Frock we are. Worth noting, I've been on holiday. You've not been to any pre-season friendlies apart from Benidorm. But he looks like a threat. Attacking the box and shoot from distance, Matt. To be fair, do you remember Ryan Lowe saying he wanted someone who could score from 25 yards? And I think a lot of people thought, what on earth are you on about? Chipped in with a few against Aberdeen, didn't he? Scored a brace. Yeah, Good to see. Yeah. Goals from midfield are gold dust. They are. Like we've had Johnson and, and Brown had that sparkling campaign where he couldn't miss. Galley did it quite a lot as well. So we've been blessed with that in recent times. Um, I don't think we had a great deal of that last season. So if Mads Frockio Jensen is able to produce goals from midfield, then that is a massive, massive positive. Hundred percent. Jacob Slater has gone to Brighton. He might have absolutely every credit to him. Every credit to him. I said. You can imagine um, him just thinking, "Wow, get me there." Nothing against Preston, but like yeah. Brighton, yeah. they're a bit, they're a bit trendy, aren't they? Great deal. Um, not entirely sure of what we've. And what we've managed to get out of the deal, but you would imagine it'd be a pretty decent package. You know, the Riddler's a shrewd operator when it comes to stuff like this. And talking of shrewd operators, as is Tony Bloom, the owner of Brighton. Mm. Um, man-made millionaire out of gambling, obviously. Kudos to him. Um, and they very, very rarely make poor signings. So if Brighton have seen something in Jacob Slater, 
great for Slater, but also um, our academy must be doing something right. Um, which Better is in uh, their which cup, is good to see. So obviously, not ideal that he's he's barely played for us at all, has he? Um, so we've not been able to reap the rewards of that. But let's say you know he turns out to be a hit at Brighton, and one day they offload him for ten mil or something like that. You know, you'd imagine that we'll have a clause in the contract to get a to get a decent chunk, and that's how we'll get our reward that that way. But yeah, great deal for Jacob Slater. Um, I wish him all the best. It's a shame that he wasn't able to play for North End, but such is life. The youngster isn't going to stay here when Brighton come knocking. Let's have it right. Oh, wish him well. We've given three deals out: Kean Best, Kean Taylor, Kit Nelson. Again, you've not really Indeed. seen much of these guys, have you, in pre-season? But Best is coming in for a lot of praise, and I think he. I've just done a piece this morning. Brady's out. This kid could be starting at Bristol City on Saturday. What a chance that'd be! Absolutely, yeah. Obviously, there's a there's a big call off to offer segment of the fan base to say, "Come on, let's uh, let's get the youngsters in the team." Um, and I suppose the only way that they do actually develop into their maximum potential is to play games. Obviously, we want that short term reward, and you're never really going to do much with kids in this league, but. Um, if he can, if he's up to it, and he can perform, then absolutely no issue with him signing at Bristol City. Sometimes you need that young, hungry legs in the team. Anyway, Brady obviously injured; he's getting on experience, but you know we do need to be looking to the future really in that regard. So, yeah, he's done really well in pre-season by all accounts. So um, he would deserve a start if if that's where that Ryan Lowe wants to go. What are you thinking for the weekend? A bit light on numbers, aren't we? You can see him just packing the midfield, keying up top. <laughs> Yeah, I won't mind a few a few additions before before then, but such is life. Yeah, a tricky one. I agree with you. I think Keane will lead the line. We don't we don't really have too many numbers in that that position anyway at the moment with Evans being out injured and etc. So it's a tricky one. But yeah, yeah, Lee, Will Keane will uh, will lead the line. I imagine he'll go with a five at the back. Just typical, really. See what happens. Nil never be point, nice, wouldn't it? As we always do. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't beat an away point, especially indoors in the season. Bristol obviously we're, and they made quite a few additions, haven't they? Bristol made quite a few additions and they've signed a whole new defence, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they'll be quite quietly excited about what's to come this season. Yeah. So if we can go there and get a point out of it, it'd be uh it'd be a cracking start to the campaign. Ideally a real horrible performance. Nil nil, get out of there unscathed. Well we're light on obviously, attacking numbers you wouldn't mind better, that at all, would you? No. A real battling point. And even a one nil yeah. would just be unbelievable, wouldn't it? Oh. Well, that would be slightly better than the point, but yeah. Yeah, you'd probably take that over a point, wouldn't you? Just about. Hopefully Alex Scott gets bought in the next few days. That'd be good. Yeah. Not bad him, is he? He's all right. And if we could sign him, that'd be good. That'd be quite nice as well. I'm sure we're in for him, yeah. No doubt about it with the Riddler in, uh, in our ranks. Oh, we brought a new coaching, didn't we, as well? I have absolutely no idea, but I'm more or less sure we spoke about this on the previous podcast. No, we no, we didn't. About... Oh, Rob right. Kelly. Oh, of course, yeah, Rob Kelly, yeah. He was here under under Irvine, wasn't he? Yeah. Funny because he lost Galley but brought two in, so not sure what to read into that. But good CV, this fella, hasn't he? He's been Maybe. literally everywhere, yeah. hasn't he? Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I looked. Yeah. Ten different clubs in the past ten years or something. He's an experienced head. Um, Maybe Ryan, just, him and- Ryan Lowe just feels he needs someone like that. Yeah. Especially with Marshy as well, though. He's, he's got a whole... Keep of experience as well. So Marshy, Lowy, and Kelly could be the new, you know, big thing. And obviously that scouser that he brought in. But, um, yeah, 
that fella. What's his mm. name? You remember? Peter Murphy. Peter Murphy. Lowy, Kelly, Marshy, Murphy, Murphy. and Polly, <laughs> the goalkeeper coach, were back. wonder what Leighton Stewart's nickname is. Stewie. Stewie, probably, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they come up with them. No. 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 To be fair, cricket I, I, I was in it. They just had the wire. Yeah, absolutely love it. <laughs> like, it's like, with like, Broad, he's going, Stokesy, Jimmy, Rooty, Woody. Ducky, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. It's lame, in it? But love it. It's terrible, really. What's your, what's your gut saying with Tom Cannon, then? There's going to be, I'll tell you what, if this guy doesn't come to us, after that public appearance at Deepdale, it's a bizarre situation, this, isn't it? But if someone yes. comes in with a big bid, then four or five million, and Everton yeah. accept, we can't match that. If, well, yeah, I mean, if that happens, then you can't really be aggrieved, can you? I mean, we're never going to be able to compete with that. So you're just going to stay quite relaxed about the whole thing and believe in the Riddler and to get the deal over the line, which I imagine it will do. I reckon it will. You reckon? Um, I think so. It all depends ultimately whether suddenly want to splash the cash four or five million. And really, that will most likely be a pretty decent deal in the forms of time if they were to do that, without doubt. But I think I think we can be sceptical whether they actually will. Well, Stoke have signed someone, haven't they? So I don't know how much money they'll they'll have left. I, don't think, I think Blackburn are being ruled out already. No, Blackburn so, have no doubt, are they? Indian stuff in it. Say what? <laughs> Alex Neal's going to have to perform at Stoke this season. Been if back, he doesn't, he? he'll be out. He'll be gone. He, he's he's been seriously backed. He must have. Uh, he must be really, really impressive. Denny's coach there. Like, hellfire. But yeah, we'll see if we can. It'd just be typical, wouldn't it? Taking pictures with fans at pre-season friendly, and then oh, he goes elsewhere. Yeah. It'd be quite funny. The minute I saw that, I thought, oh no. Yeah. This this might not not end well. This is all going too he, well. It felt. He should never ever have been allowed to be. He was almost like showcased, like. Paraded. He's here. <laughs> like, like he's here, but he's joke. not signing. Absolutely superb. He'll surely sign the one. The pictures with fans are amazing. Yeah, I love it now. I can't get enough of stuff like that, mate. If this doesn't happen, then just look, just just treat that as as utter comedy. <laughs> absolutely brilliant, to be fair. But no, I'd rather sign him than yeah and have that laugh I think if I think if he's out on loan he, he does want to come here we shall see so when's your fir- when's the first game you're going on you'll be cricketing won't you quite a while yeah yeah, yeah. if you uh, if you you'll want to get Salford, a new you? yes without doubt yeah, I'll be on the cup game I'm always up for the cup I was going to say if you want if you want to get a new co-host to come and do this podcast then feel free absolutely um, okay because I wouldn't feel entirely comfortable with doing a podcast on a game that I hadn't attended. No, so, I'm the same. It's why I've not gone into great depth about the pre-season matches because And there's no chance that I'm spending a Sunday going back and watching a pre-season friendly. I mean, there's one thing watching a pre-season game that's live and then watching back a game that you already know the result of. Do you never watch highlights? No. Really? Pre-season friendlies? No, of any game. I occasionally watch highlights yeah. if I've not been to the game, yeah. But, um, no. If I've been to the game, no. Or it's in it. Yeah. It'll be like re-watching Corrie tonight. Obviously, there's two episodes of Corrie this <laughs> evening. We are recording this on a Monday, but it'll be like watching two episodes of the first. First episode twice. 
Yeah, I'm a sucker for highlights, me. But no, if you've been at the game and seen it on telly's, uh, especially if you've won, I like to watch the goals back. If we've won. Mm. Yeah, no, issue with that. no, I've no issue with that at all. No. I don't mind. It's just never really been my uh, my sort of thing. Right, we'll leave it there. Our excitement for the new season might not have come across. Sure, when it starts, we'll be... Well, we never go into great depth, do we? It's just general... No feelings and, and nonsense yeah, and vibes bouncing off each other there we go hopefully some cricket hopefully England can make it 2-2 absolutely inspection at 4pm be there every square thanks mate cheers pal the TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year beyond the pitch beyond the results we're here to connect fans getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans we're a team with two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute and Peony are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.